This episode is a recording from the live class session uh, that was on Monday, January 10th. It is the class overview, you know, very first day. Welcome to the semester. Um, I will note that the audio is a little bit loud with my uh, microphone that I use for the in-class lecture, so you might want to turn your volume down just a notch or two uh, in preparation as we transition over. All right, let's go back in time to class. Get going this morning. Oh my gosh, happy Monday. It's here, I don't know about y'all, but break went super duper fast for me and I can't believe we're here in the semester, but maybe hopefully the semester will go just as fast and smoothly, we'll see. Well, this is JMS 380 Public Relations Techniques. Woo, very excited. Uh, we'll meet, of course, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You found the room. We're all good to go. A few quick housekeeping things. I will be recording uh, lectures specifically, especially Wednesday is lecture content. Um, and so I will post that to the podcast feed, you know, within a day or so after that lecture happens. Still strongly encourage that you come to lecture for the live situation. But, you know, if you can't make it, understand that things happen, stay in touch with me. But know you'll be able to reaccess that through the podcast, barring any technical issues. We'll see how the audio quality, you know, really turns out with masks, all that. But we will work through it. So that's what that is about. Um, and I guess the key there is if you, you know, talk and raise your hands in class, which I definitely encourage, know that it could get picked up on the mic. So just be aware of that. Cool. All right. So our goal for today, I just want you to feel really confident with what's going to happen this semester. Um, I hope that you stay in this class. Of course, it is a requirement for that PR uh, concentration, but the add and drop deadlines are, add deadline is this Friday, drop deadline will be kind of the following uh, Monday. And so if you need to make changes, I understand. I just want to make sure you know what's going to be happening. So uh, that's our goal. We'll spend a few minutes getting to know me a little bit. I'm Dr. Blackburn, very fresh doctor, graduated in December. You can call me Haley. I don't know. Dr. Blackburn just feels a little weird to me still. Uh, then we're going to quickly review kind of the COVID protocols on campus situation. Hopefully we don't have to, you know, pivot to virtual or do that whole dance again. But just know if we do, I have a plan in place and I think we'll be able to run this class just fine in that event. Then we will do just a quick few questions on the syllabus. I'm going to walk through Canvas, make sure you know where you're looking at. I know what we're looking at. Uh, and then we will overview the kind of major project in this class, the client project. So you can be thinking about that this week and wrap up with any lingering questions. Sounds good? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, so first, <laughs> said I'm Haley. Uh, a few big things to know about me, because I think it's always important to know where your professors are coming from, since they are the one, right, grading and assessing your work. So for me, curiosity, self-advocacy, discipline. Those are kind of my big three things. And I just handed out my resume so you know who I am, what I'm about. Now, when I think about 
creativity and, and curiosity sort of in the classroom. To me, that just speaks to a real kind of internal desire, pursuit to learn more. And so if you kind of demonstrate evidence of that in your work, whether it's your summaries, your progress reports, your client project, like, you know, that hits a, a good angle for me. I'm like, yes, I love curious people. Um, and so definitely if you have questions, ask them. I want to answer your questions. I want you to come to office hours, talk through, brainstorm things with me. Good morning. Uh, and so just stay curious. That is a biggie. Uh, Self-efficacy really means the belief in your ability to accomplish something. So it's very close to confidence. Obviously, the more self-efficacy we have, typically the more confidence that we also have. But the art two separate kind of things. So I care about helping you kind of accomplish the goals, the tasks you set out to do. And if I see you kind of giving that effort back, also, I like that, do that. And then last discipline, me that is speaking to your internal accountability structures. I really don't like to, you know, nag and constantly remind and be kind of that style of hands-on, I believe that you can do that for yourself. I'm here to help you. We have deadlines, due dates. I will send reminders. If you need a bit more external accountability, let me know. But I really want you to kind of focus on, you know what needs to be done. You have systems to do it. So those are my big three things that kind of if you think about those values, you feel like you can practice, foster them, you're probably going to have a pretty good time in this class. Cool. Uh, other things. I am what we call an adjunct professor. So on campus, right, we have sort of full-time professors. Those are the folks who are doing research on campus. They're teaching three, four classes, typically a semester. Their whole full-time job is being this. Adjunct uh, is a contract kind of each semester. And so I am just here. I'm only teaching this class, which means you have my full undivided attention in that respect. Um, but that's just kind of a little bit of a difference if you see that kind of floating around. And third, that just means my full-time job is still on this UNC campus. I am our long title. You'll quickly learn titles are made up which makes it hard to job hunt, obviously. But my long made up title is the professional practice specialist and academic review coordinator, which just means I run all of the professional development for your professional advisors, not necessarily your faculty advisors. But if you've ever gone to like the Student Success Resource Center downstairs, talk to Paige, Kaylee, Jasmine, maybe you have a minor in a different college that meets with a staff member, I am running the professional development for them. And I do a lot of internal public relations because of that. I also, the other half, I oversee probation, suspension, and readmission policies. They, again, use a lot of this public relations kind of techniques to interact with stakeholders, with students going through probation, kind of putting out information about the suspension process. So that's my job job. I'm on campus, which means you can pop in, you know, have office hours with me just by appointment. Uh, I'll show you where to grab that link. So it always hooks up to my Outlook calendar, and I am, you know, working on campus all day. So send me an email. I'll probably respond quite quickly because it's just open on my computer eight hours a day. Cool.
All right. <laughs> and if you want, you can check out my portfolio because that's the industry we work in, right? We all have portfolios, so you can definitely do that. So first, I want to spend just a, a few minutes. This is Slido. This is the kind of interactive software that we'll be using all semester during lectures. And so you can access it on your phone or your computer, um, but whenever you see this kind of screen pop up, that means that I have like an interactive lecture question I want you to respond to. And so go ahead on your phone, computer, go to slido.com, type in this code. This code will change every like lecture session. Um, and this will stay open for like the whole week as well. So you can pop back in. And what I want you to do today, I mean, if you have any questions based on my resume, what we've talked about, like literally anything about me, go ahead and ask away anything kind of submitted in here um, because it's a poll will show up like anonymous in slido you'll also find a q a section um, and that's where definitely you can drop any other questions you have i'll check it you know um, throughout the week and at the end of the week and make sure i answer those questions kind of our next class period so i'll give you a few moments here and if there's any questions you have my goal partly is building transparency I am here to try and impart knowledge on you so you deserve to know things about me. Yeah. Doop -doop -doop. And as you submit them, they will just pop up as well. While you're thinking, um, what, what is good? Hmm. I went to CSU, so I am not a UNC alumni. I did go down the road, eee, but very different experience for sure. Oh, love that. Yes, oh, great questions. Uh, so first, why did I choose UNC? So as I was just mentioning, my education was actually at Colorado State University. And I decided to come here to UNC, work here, you know, for two reasons. One is kind of that more passionate, aspirational good morning. The other is really logistics. So being in Fort Collins, uh, my partner, I am married. He had been working uh, at a, he worked, he's an engineer. So he worked at an oil and gas lab here in Greeley. When I finished all my coursework, he was like, hey, I'm tired of commuting from Fort Collins to Greeley. Do you think we could move up there? And right about that time, I saw a job opening here at UNC to be a student success coach kind of advisor. I was like, ah, I could do that. That's my jam. Um, and so that's kind of the logistics. Wanted to move to the city for work. So my commute is five minutes. His commute is 10 minutes instead of 45 to 50 minutes. Woo. Another more passionate reason being here I like how small right, these classes are like so small, which I think can be really impactful. And as at CSU, my smallest class I ever was in was like 50 people. So definitely a different vibe. It's very chill. And I felt like this was a great launching point for my real career because it's kind of that like big fish, small pond effect, which I think is really helpful for like a first full, full career endeavor because I get to learn a lot and nobody's like, you should already know how to do everything because, you know, it's just like a small kind of less pressure type of space, I feel like. Um, and so that really helped me. And actually that kind of 
get into a little bit of advice for internships. First, use Handshake um, and talk to the Center for Career Readiness. Free services, you already like pay for all of that in your tuition. So definitely if you haven't had an appointment with Career Readiness to look over your portfolio, they can look over your cover letters, they can look over your resume, that'd be a good place to start. Uh, second advice hmm, is just go ahead and apply. There's definitely a couple, like one, um, the content marketing internship I had with Go Abroad. I actually had applied to be their social media intern um, and you know, went through the interview process. They were like, oh, you know, you don't 100% fit the qualifications for the social media, but we have this other internship that I think you would be you know, better suited for. And so even if you're like, ah, I don't like 100% meet those requirements, just go ahead and apply to it anyway because you never know what kind of um, positions might come out of it. Similarly, my partner's searching for new jobs now and just the same thing just happened to him. He applied for one position as like this kind of data engineer. Technically, like didn't quite meet all the requirements, but he got the interview. After they talked to him, they're like, we have a different position. We would like you like, to talk about that one instead. So don't be so intimidated by like, I don't hit every single box. Apply for it anyway, see where it goes. You have skills, you have the talent. They just kind of need to see your, your application first. And then last, like get an internship if you can. Super helpful. Oh yes, content creation. Uh, so it goes quite a bit back when I was at CSU. Uh, I was part of, they called it like their team social, which were student ambassadors, helping them create uh, for, for that, it was a lot of Snapchat. I did lots of Snapchat takeovers, was featured often. Uh, and then I helped them with video as well. So that was kind of the first stage of like, ah, media is awesome, I love it. Uh, and then I, as a grad student, uh, worked with CSU Online, and that's where I really learned how to do video production and video editing kind of skills in that environment, which is pretty cool. And then coming here to UNC, I run and have run our Instagram accounts for some of the advising centers. We actually are just launching a brand new one um, all about student success, and so I'm the kind of project manager on that. Um, so those are kind of the key things. And then other content creation, less officially, you know, just for classrooms. So I have been teaching for a long time, partly as a graduate teaching assistant. Um, but with that in me, it was like, I want to make videos. I want to use social. I want to use, you know, podcast different technology for the classroom. So I've been uh, using those kind of media production skills there as well. And then, um, yeah, for my work as a professional practice kind of specialist, I make all the videos and stuff for their training and professional development. It's a great question. Oh, I love it. All right. Well, thank you for those already. If you have more questions, definitely reach out. Let me know. You can also use the Q&A box, but we got to keep rolling to get through all of all of our stuff today. But look, we're just about on time. So next, I just want to review just kind of COVID things. We can do this, you know, it's just life now, but we can, we can get through it and work together. So 
just as a few reminders, UNC does have this website that they update, I think every Monday with new numbers, policy. It's just our unc.edu slash coronavirus. Um, but this is where you'll want to go if you have you know any symptoms if anybody you know that you're around you're exposed to anything like that this is where you need to go to just submit that what happens then on the back side it gets to go to the, our unc contact tracing program and that's what really launches those protocols um, so just know this is where you need to go in the form to submit any of that if you need to like quarantine that kind of stuff um, they will reach out to you about it uh, and then, yeah, they have all sorts of info, great Q&A. There are booster clinics that keep coming to campus like every weekend. Um, so hopefully you can get everything you need there. And of course, our uh, mask policy has been extended through this semester. We're all masked up. Go team. Um, other questions? Anything that like comes to mind? I don't know. I just want to make sure you know this site. Most importantly, though, submit your form there if you end up in that situation and if we do need to go remote hopefully not i don't know with through my back channel knowledge chances are pretty low of having kind of a repeat spring 2020 situation um, but definitely chances are higher any one of us could need to be virtual and quarantine and whatnot if that happens just stay in touch with me i can easily and more than happy obviously to get us set up for like zoom so you can zoom in while everyone else is live just let me know what we can do most of the projects and the work um really are on you kind of asynchronously anyway so i i don't see too many challenges besides we will be doing activities um in class but again you know it's going to be like digital compute computer-based activities um, so just let me know and we will work through it no sweat no problems sound good stay in touch cool okie dokie so now i just want to go through canvas and talk about some of those kind of class strategies for a few minutes until about 10 45. Uh, if you're online and want to hop into Canvas yourself, you could do so now. Our class has this little PR image, so hopefully that's easy for you to locate and see. Do do do. And I'll hop into student view for us here. Okay. So big things, uh, announcements. Obviously, it will be along the top. I promise not to spam you with announcements. If you see an announcement there, it is genuinely important or novel so you should read it cool uh your home page really has everything that you need so you don't need, have to like mess around too much in the sidebar um i think it'll be a lot easier more streamlined if you just stay on the home page so a few things to note the to-do list uh, will show just a couple weeks ahead it seems like a lot already i know and that's because there's kind of three activities uh, that you would be turning in each week but they're super short like the progress reports once you especially get used to it probably will take you like 20 minutes to do right industry summaries maybe i don't know 
an hour, including the time it takes for you to read and find, write the article. So they aren't going to be too long. The quizzes each week are only three questions. So it seems like a, a list, I know, but total time, you know, it shouldn't be like, oh my gosh, I'm spending hours and hours and hours. That's not the goal. I will publish the future weeks as we get closer just to avoid spamming too much of your to-do list. Here's where you can obviously get to office hours. Office hours are time for you to chat with me one-on-one. -on -one. I want to see you. I want to brainstorm with you. I want to help you grab an appointment. Um, and so I just have this link here. It will open up to a nice online booking like situation. Uh, this is tied to my calendar. Ooh, I need to update this to be 380, but you can use any of these links. It's fine, especially if you think it's just a quick question. Um, but once you like click on one, it syncs to my active calendar. I recommend using this um, because since I am full-time staff, I do have like other meetings and just random stuff throughout my day. Um, so this will make sure that it is a good time for you and it's also clear on my calendar. You can absolutely just pop into my office. I'm in with tutorial services in the library, but again, I might be you know in a meeting or working remotely as well. Um, so once you select you know your time like uh, we'll meet at 11:45. Uh, you can put your info in and then you can let me know. Do you want a video chat? Boom, we can zoom. You'll get a confirmation. You can hop into my actual office or I'm happy to give you a phone call. Whatever works on your side, just let me know and we can work with that. Cool. You can like pick whatever time. Um, you can also email me directly. Again, I recommend if you email me saying, hey, can we meet? Be like, yes, here's my link. So you can just skip that step if you want and just, you know, go right to the link. Uh, other things, uh, here's where you can get to our podcast feed. It is only um, on Anchor or Spotify. Um, so if you don't use Spotify, you will be able to listen to it in Canvas. If you do use Spotify, then you can follow that feed directly. Uh, here's our textbook. Does anybody have the textbook yet? Some, anybody having issues getting our textbook? If you have issues, do let me know. I know there's a, a digital version, uh, the Amazon and the bookstore should have copies. I submitted my book order in November, so. Um, but I definitely, like, we will be reading through it. Of course, it's pretty nice, short, and I picked this one because I really feel like this is the type of textbook that you could save and like return to. It has examples, kind of templates. I think it talks through things in a very like realistic, accessible way. It was written by an actual person working in PR. Um, and I think it also relates to a lot of things outside strictly public relations. So that was kind of the choice there. But if you do have issues getting it, like let me know before Friday and we'll try to find a solution. The other thing that's good is this PR Talk website. And so this is where they house all of the like articles and podcasts that are referenced in the textbook. So this could be a really great place to go for our industry summary assignments. You're more than welcome to just grab something that was directly from the textbook, or you can go find your own you know, article outside. Um, but 
yeah, there's just really great stuff on like any topic that you're reading and going back to curiosity, you're like, that was really interesting. I wonder, you know, what she was talking about. Highly recommend listening into their extra content. Cool. And then Canvas help, course summary. Again, as these get published, it will grow longer. There you go. Next, uh, this course FAQ is actually a discussion forum. So if you have, you know, a question about class, a due date, you know, something that isn't tied, you know, directly to your like personal situation, I would recommend posting it here because then, you know, if you have the question, probably somebody else has the question. Probably I'm getting like multiple emails about the question. So it's easy if we just post it here, I can respond. But I have just inserted things I think you probably would have questions about. Um, and the big one is being how grades are set up this semester. So how I'm going to be grading you is not that super traditional like uh, you got six points here and like eight points there and here's like an 87 percent i'm not doing that primarily because that's not how i've ever been evaluated at work and now we want to imagine ourselves in a workplace you're getting closer and closer to graduation so all of your activities are graded just pass fail if you hit all the requirements you'll find the requirements on all of our assignment sheets if you have questions let me know um, but as long as you do the like it's like three to five things usually and it's you know professional sort of solid quality you're going to pass if you are missing right any of those specifications you will not pass you'll have an opportunity to redo it in some cases there's no just pass fail do the work turn it in right your boss is happy or if you do it and you turn it in, your boss is going to be like, no, not quite. Let's do it again. And that's just how I've experienced all my internships and jobs. So that's how I'm going to grade you. So it will be pass-fail. What you need to do for your final grade, since we aren't you know, doing ah, eight points here, 11 points there, instead, you can decide what grade you want to earn at the end of the semester. And then you just need to make sure you pass that milestone. So if you want to earn an A, you need to complete all of the activities. That's going to be, this is the only one truly graded, lecture quizzes uh, and the final exam. This is actually earning about 80% across the whole semester. So it's not even like you have to get every single question right. Nope. As long as you earn a total of 58, per, eight, 58 points on all the lecture quizzes, and the final exam, then you will check that off. If you want an A, at the end of the semester during our finals like time, which is May 5th, 8 a.m., you'll be giving you know a final little 10-minute presentation. You do that, whoo, complete 10 of the 12 for these industry summaries, 10 of the 12 for progress reports. Again, you have a little, little leeway you can miss too. That's okay. Uh, and then complete the client project. So that's getting an A. I believe in you. You can all do it. Yes, but let's say, you know, you hate quizzes. You're just like, no, like I am not a good test taker. I get that respect that testing is really only uh, there for like recall. How are you a member stuff? Being able to remember these concepts will help you, you know, as professionals, you're not constantly looking things up, but like, eh, 
not really the you know top of our cognitive pyramid so if you don't want to take the exam you don't have to just know you'll be somewhere in this b or c column depending on like what other activities so you can totally still earn a b if you opt out of the exam but take the presentation flip side if you're like i hate public speaking again in pr it's a skill you probably need to you know try to work on but totally understand you don't have to give a presentation you can still get a b as long as you do the quizzes and exam everything else if you just want to do the client project and you are like i don't want to engage at all with lecture i really don't want to go to class i don't care that much you could still get a c just by doing these last ones still summarizing industry articles so you're engaging at least a little with the techniques themselves but i absolutely value learning through hands-on application main reason this is worth a c it's because i have that concern of yeah you're working with your client but like you're missing the the information to help you work with the client better right and if you just need to pass this class you don't want to work in pr you're just taking it because it's required you're comfortable with a d you could opt out of the client project and just focus on these first three learning things makes sense think about it definitely come with questions wednesday friday um, it's a very different way to grade but i do feel like this matches a lot more the experience of the workplace um, and the big takeaway is you will know exactly what your final grade will be based on the activities you complete immediate questions i can answer right now okay cool okay do 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 and this little video kind of overviews it and last thing which is the home page again navigation you can click on the weeks every week we'll have two pages pretty much everything you need is in the reading and activities page but then i will also post things like the podcast my slides like the videos that we watch just the materials we went over to the lecture review page every week just so again you have access if you want to review it see it again whatever you need um, and so when we go into readings and activities i'll have a little summary this is kind of your guiding question um, and so just keep this question in mind as you're like engaging with the stuff that week that's kind of something i want you to be able to answer by the end of the week um, and so for example think about what grade are you trying to achieve this semester and then you can outline what activities you're going to need to get that grade that you want readings will be posted i try to give a little like estimate um, or at least page number so you can plan your time accordingly uh, and then you'll have a to-do list and in the to-do list is where i will always link okay make sure you submit your progress reports here's the link for the lecture quiz here's the link for the summary so really kind of everything you need will be in your to-do list and then this last section is just going to be like extra info that's just kind of related no pressure you don't need to look through it if you're not interested in it um, but i'll just always post just some just some extras in case you're really interested cool and then last and lecture review kind of a little what did we do each day so wednesday 
We're going to do a progress report kind of workshop. I'm going to show you very specifically what you need to do to pass your progress report activities in that pass-fail framework. Friday, same thing, we'll workshop. Here's what I mean by your industry summaries. Here's what you need to do to pass those activities. So that way you're ready to turn in your first ones next week. Cool. And then I will share the slides and upload the recording. And yeah, you have all the info. And that is Canvas. Yeah. Let's see, I guess the very last thing is the grade book. Since, again, we're doing pass-fail, right, you'll notice things are like worth one point because you either passed it or you didn't. So it's not going to be as useful for you to look in the grade book in that way, um, except, you know, thinking about these, like, as you get closer to the end, you should start seeing, like, you know, 10 out of 12 progress reports would mean you, you reach the milestone. Okay. Cool. So, man, look at us. Real quick. Um, hop back into Slido. Let's do a, a quick little quiz, which is something that we will um, do throughout the semester at points as well. <laughs> Yay, joined, joined, joined. What do you have today? Oh, we got all six here. Cool. And you can use your phone or your laptop. I do like that about Slido. <laughs> All right, and you will be able to continue joining, but let's advance. Okay, so, oh, <laughs> I guess I kind of forgot to talk about this, actually. Um, for the activities, if you listened to the podcast overview that I emailed out last week, um, part of that pass-fail is also just making sure you reflect. Uh, and so I am actually comfortable with anyway that you want to turn it in. So here's a freebie quiz. I'm going to have edited that. Um, yeah. Oh, two out of five. You can go ahead and answer. Now, one thing with public relations that I've definitely learned, even working in internal public relations, is that we do need a really well-rounded skill set. Right? I do create audio things. I do have to write blogs. I do have to create videos right, for my stakeholders and send a lot of emails as well. And so, yes, <laughs> the correct answer, all of the above, just know for all of your assignments, um, and it will specify this as well, but you can submit it in any format that you want to practice with. And you can pick and choose, like, maybe one week you decide, you know, I am really inspired to make like a video and I just really want to you know, play with Premiere some more or whatever, you can make a video. Then the next week, maybe you decide, ah, I think I want to practice writing like email form. There's no, I will be looking for like the content, right? Did you answer the questions? Did you reflect on the things I asked you to reflect on? You can turn it in, you know, in any of these kind of formats that you want. Cool. <laughs> okay. Assignments are going to be due, oh my gosh, 
made this on Saturday and should have made better notes for this quiz. It's, it's the first day. Assignments are gonna be due at 6 a.m. Just so you know, okay? So everything is due 6 a.m. I did that because I totally recognize you might be real night owls. I go to bed at like 9 p.m. So that is not my life, but it might be your life. So if, you, so if it says, okay, this thing, like for example, lecture quizzes are due Thursdays at 6 a.m., but really you should think about just like taking those quizzes Wednesday night. Right, so when you see that, it, I feel like it could kind of trip you up. It's not due like Thursday midnight. If it says Thursday, it means it was due like Thursday morning, 6 a.m. That makes sense. So I would kind of put it in your head to like just do it Monday night, do it Wednesday night, um, and then do it Thursday night for your industry summaries. Yeah. And if you want to tell yourself midnight, like that is part of internal accountability. You know, tell, you know, say it's due well before 6 a.m. I'm a big fan of that. Hey, okay, here's one we, we can talk about. So, which activity can you opt out of and still earn a B of this list? You're just like, you know, I really hate doing that, but I really want or need a B in this class. What's the one thing you can plan not to do? Exactly. So if you want to earn a B, well, no matter what grade, kind of baseline, baseline, you got to do the industry summaries. It's just a really keynote skill. No matter, even if you don't go into PR, practicing, right, engaging with whatever industry you end up working with, very important to do. So we're going to do industry summaries no matter what. Client project, another kind of big one that you could opt out of the client project. You'll be looking at the D tracks. Progress reports are tied to the client project. So it's kind of do a progress update if you don't have a project there. However, presentations, you can choose to do the quizzes and final exam, opt out of the presentations, still be on the B track. Cool. Now, if you choose to do quizzes and exams, do you remember how many points are you looking at to pass that milestone, which means you know, we have 12 lecture quiz opportunities there are three questions three points each and then the final will be of all the questions from the lecture quiz again and kind of a big final recall you need about 80 percent to pass so i'll just be looking at the end of the semester how many total points on the lecture quiz and exam category did you get yes exactly so as you're adding it up you'll be looking for 58 total points. Cool. And final question. How many summaries and progress reports do you need to turn in this semester to pass that milestone? Can you have a little bit of wiggle room? But how many are you looking at? Well, I answered that. You're welcome. X 
excellent. All right. And close, it is 10 out of the 12. So you can miss two industry summaries, still pass that milestone. You can miss two of the progress reports, still pass that milestone. But you do need to be successful, get that passing on 10 out of the 12. Cool. Hey. Oh, we got like a three-way tie. Good job, team. All right, now as we wrap up, I just passed out um, the kind of project overview. All of your project assignments are gonna be written in. This is press release format, definitely a, a document format you need to get comfortable with. We will talk about them in week three, very specifically, or week four. Um, but yeah, get used to reading kind of a press release. And the big things I just want you to think about this week um, is kind of thinking through your client project. Basically, you will be working with a real organization. And I have lined up some fabulous friends on campus, um, various student service offices, advising offices. There's a pretty good um, diversity there. And so when you go to Canvas, I'd say this week, your progress report goal, your task. You don't have to turn in a progress report this week. But if you were, one of the recommended tasks would be brainstorm and think about who I might want as a client. And so you can find the client list in Canvas. Again, it's, you know, our veterans, uh, veteran services is there. You can work with the Gender Sexuality Resource Center. You can work with any of the advising centers, tutorial services, the writing center, uh, a couple others. And so think about who you might want to work with if you have someone else you want to work with. You need to get that office hour appointment, you know, very soon within the next two weeks with me so I can approve it. Um, the real stipulation is you cannot do PR for yourself. So if you have your own blog, Etsy shop, whatever, you can't do it for yourself. I strongly encourage you to push, you know, yourselves to meet with like more of a, a stranger. So if your friend has an Etsy shop, if your friend does music, your friend does whatever, yes, you could rep them for PR, but you know, I would recommend that you try to, to use someone a little more structured um, and that you aren't as familiar with. But let me know. If you have an idea of like somebody you would rather represent, we can have a meeting about it, but you need to get that meeting in the next two weeks. Otherwise, this week, think about who you might want to represent. Um, the folks on that list I've already reached out to, they are absolute you know, student friendly. They understand what this assignment is about and they've promised to be kind and nice for your client experience. The big things to know is that you will be um, actually trying to get them PR ops with real outlets. So when we talk about like a video spot, right, you will actually be contacting people like Bear News and trying to actually get them scheduled into a segment on Bear News, right? When we talk about print and newspapers, right, you'll be contacting uh, the Mirror, the Tribune, UNC Today to actually get their information out to the community. So that's kind of the core thing just to think about when you're deciding like, oh, do I want to work with like the Writing Center? Do I want to work with you know, whoever? You kind of think about who maybe you feel passionate about, what you're interested in, because um, you will be actually working with these people to get them some publicity. I'm excited. It'll be fun. Now, you can. You only need three out of the five options. So again, 
you do have a little bit of leeway to still pass that project, but to pass the client project, you do need to get them like an actual, yes, I got you in UNC today. And we'll go over all of that. I'll show you how. Otherwise, you'll just be creating a nice portfolio by the end, kind of reflecting on the opportunities, putting it together so that way you can share it on your LinkedIn or your personal portfolio and then give it back to the client so they could share it on their own websites as well. Cool. All right. And that takes us right up to time. Um, again, by Wednesday, it's a really reread over these expectations. Come on Wednesday with any questions that you have so we can get that clarified um, and situated. Otherwise, Wednesday, we'll be focusing on um, how to submit and create the progress reports and kind of talking a bit more about situating public relations. Day one, down, 50, 50 minutes, not too bad. My last class was once a week, so I was like, I've got to condense this <laughs> into 50 minutes now. All right, y'all, I'll have this recording up on Canvas. Reach out if you have any questions. Have a good day and two days, and I'll see you on Wednesday. Yeah. All right, that was our lecture recording. Uh, let me know if you have questions. Thanks, associates. Let's go team PR, and I will see you next session.